Magandang araw po sa inyong lahat. Kumusta po kayo? Tagal-tagal na po tayong hindi nagkikita at nagkakausap. I hope and I pray that as you listen, watch this message, you are all fine, you are all safe, and we are all healthy. Let us start with the prayer. Shall we pause and commit this time to the Lord in prayer? Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we acknowledge your presence in our midst right now. Thank you for giving us another day. Thank you for sustaining us throughout the week despite of the enhanced community quarantine. By your grace, we are okay. Lord, as we study your word this morning, we ask that you open our hearts, that you open our minds to your message. May we hear your still small voice Allow the Holy Spirit to teach us, encourage us, rebuke us, and give us comfort through the truths that we will study, reflect on, and meditate at this time. We ask and pray that you give us wisdom, enable us to understand your words, Allow us, Lord, to live this out in our lives, even teach this to others. Help us, Lord, during this time. We commit to you, in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have your Bibles with you, you can read our passage today, which is taken from Psalm 27. Let us read all together. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the defense of my life. Whom shall I dread? When evildoers came upon me to devour my flesh, my adversaries and my enemies, they stumbled and fell. Though a host encamp against me, my heart will not fear. Though war arise against me, in spite of this, I shall be confident. One thing I have asked from the Lord that I shall seek, that I might dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to meditate in His temple. For in the day of trouble, He will conceal me in His tabernacle, and in the secret place of His tent, He will hide me. He will lift me up on a rock, now my head will be lifted up above my enemies around me, and I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, and be gracious to me and answer me. When you said, Seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, O Lord, I shall seek. 
do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not abandon me nor forsake me, O God of my salvation. For my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me up. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a level path because of my foes. Do not deliver me over to the desire of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and such as breathe out violence. I would have despaired unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for the Lord. May the Lord bless the reading of His Word. The book of Psalms records the reality that we live in two dimensions, a physical or a horizontal world and a spiritual or a vertical world. Now, in these two worlds, there are both joy and sorrow. In Luke chapter 15, the Bible speaks of the angel rejoicing with God, even if there is one sinner who repents of his sin. There is physical joy and there is also spiritual joy. There is spiritual health and physical health. The Bible also talks of Jesus saying, I came to this world not for those who are healthy, but those who are sick. Of course, Jesus was not talking about those who are physically healthy, but he was alluding to those who are spiritually sick. In this both worlds, there is victory and there is also defeat. There is life and there is death. In this physical world, we have physical life. There is also such a thing as spiritual life. In this world, there is physical death and there is also spiritual death. David, the author of Psalms 27, records and writes a song of these two worlds. Furthermore, he encourages and shares based on his experience that the antidote to fear, the antidote to fears and troubles in this life is an authentic faith in God. The antidote to fear, an authentic faith in God. Number one, David's confidence amidst a fearful situation rests in a personal knowledge of God. That God is light, God is salvation, and God is defense. Shall we look at verses 1 to 3? In verses 1 to 3, it is written, verse 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord 
is the defense of my life. Whom shall I dread? When evildoers came upon me to devour my flesh, my adversaries and my enemies, they stumbled and fell. A lot of Bible scholars and theologians believe that David wrote and composed this song during the second half of his reign as a king. It is during these times that David has experienced a lot of war and a lot of battles against armies of different nations. And so every time that he would enter and engage in battle, he would consult the Lord. He would ask of the Lord on whether to attack or not. He would come before the Lord seeking him. And every time the Lord would answer him and would guide him and would tell him exactly what to do. And when David obeys the Lord, he always wins in the battle. He would always win. And he's always victorious. That's why we can feel the tone of David in these first two verses of his confidence in the Lord. That the Lord is his light. Alam niyo po ang liwanag, ito po ay nagbibigay ng direction. It gives direction, especially if the place or the area is dark. A light illumines the mind. It illumines the path. And dito po sinasabi, pinapakita at pinaaalala ni David that the Lord is light. The Lord gives wisdom. The Lord illumines the, the way and the mind of a person. Not only that, the Lord is His salvation. I think and I believe that when David writes about salvation, he was talking about physical deliverance. The context is that there is this army, there is this people, evildoers, who wants to devour his flesh, who wants to take away his life, kill him perhaps. Yet, David says that the Lord is his salvation. And every time, the Lord would deliver David from physical threat, physical harm, and even physical death. David will also say that the Lord is the defense of his life. God is a fortress. He defends us as he defended David many times during those wars. In verse 3, he further writes, Though a host encamp against me, my heart will not fear. So we can see the bravery of David. His confidence rests on who God is. It rests on, on God's attributes as his light, his salvation, and his defense. That even there is this army that is encamped against him, 
He says, Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I dread? My heart will not fear. Furthermore, he says, Though war arise against me, in spite of this, I shall be confident. David's confidence amidst a fearful situation, amidst this war, amidst these people around him wanting to devour him and wanting to take his life, it rests in a personal knowledge that God is light, God is salvation, and God is defense. Now, how do we apply this in our personal lives? During times of fear or during times of trouble, such as the season and time that we are in right now, let us remember and let us meditate on the truth that God is our light. God will give us wisdom. God will illumine our minds. God will give us knowledge on how to do about. Let us remember that God is also our salvation. Yes, I believe that God can deliver us from physical sickness, from physical harm. Yet God is also powerful to deliver us from spiritual death. Let us also re remember that God is our defense. He is our rock. He is our strong fortress. And He would defend us against any form of enemy in this world. Believe also that through the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we are saved from eternal suffering in the lake of fire. And we have eternal life in heaven. Brothers and sisters, Jesus Christ died on the cross. On the third day, he rose again. Supposed to be today, we are celebrating the Resurrection Sunday. And together with many Christians around the world, all over the world, we are remembering, we are celebrating the time when Jesus defeated death. And so anyone who believes in him, anyone who believes that what he has done on the cross is enough to be saved. It is enough for our sins to be forgiven. And his work in the cross is enough for us to have eternal life. You know, the word faith, it's like a coin. On one end, on one side, you have this full trust before God that through Christ, through faith in Him, we are saved. We are not only saved physically, but we are saved spiritually. And then the flip side of that coin is repentance. Repentance is a change of perspective, a change of mind. Before perhaps we are, when we sin, we, we don't regard sin as something really bad or awful or uh, we don't regard this as sins. Or if we ever, if ever we sin, 
maybe it's just okay. Now, repentance is regarding sin as not good and harmful. And so when we say repent, we don't just emotionally cry. We repent when we turn our back from sin. And we say that we won't, we, we won't do this again. And we don't want to do this again. And so through Christ, through his work, through his finished work on the cross, we can have eternal life. Let us also pray that God will deliver us from the deadly COVID-19 and most especially from spiritual death. Can we pause for a moment and just come before the Lord in prayer? And if you're here today, you are fearful, you are afraid of what will happen tomorrow and the next few days, perhaps you feel that you may have contracted this virus and you are unsure of what will happen in the next few days. If you are this person and if you haven't decided and if you haven't believed in Christ, that He is Lord and Savior, may I invite you to come before the Lord in humility, to come before Him and humble yourself, humble ourselves, and put our faith and full trust in Jesus Christ. Shall we bow down and pause and just pray at this time? Heavenly Father, I admit that I am a sinner. And I have sinned against you. I don't have power to save myself. I couldn't even save myself from sickness and from this virus. Today, Lord, I believe in Jesus Christ. I put my faith in you, Jesus. I turn my back from my sins. Forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you are Lord and that you are Savior. Thank you for dying on the cross and for resurrecting so that my sins can be forgiven and I can be reconciled with God. And I can call him Father as he can call me his child. Thank you for saving my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Second point. David asked one thing from the Lord. To be in his presence. David asked one thing from the Lord. To be in his presence. Shall we read verses 4 to 10? One thing I have asked from the Lord that I shall seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to meditate in His temple. I hope you noticed and observed the transition as David, in the first three verses, he calls the Lord, My light, my salvation, 
my defense in a first person. Now, David shifts and calls Lord in the third person. And there's this one request that he has from the Lord that he seeks that he would be in his presence. Again, David says that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to meditate in his temple. Now, this house of the Lord, this temple, may be a literal structure, the temple, or the house, the tabernacle, where they worship God. Or it could just be the place, a place, a, the presence of God. And he wants to dwell in that house, in that place, in the presence of the Lord. All the days of his life. Imagine he is in this, in this war. And in his prayer, he wanted to be in the presence of God. In, this, in the midst of this uncertainty, he wanted to dwell in the house of the Lord. He wanted to behold the beauty of God and to be able to meditate in his temple. Verse 5, he further says, For in the day of trouble, he will conceal me in his tabernacle. In the secret place of his tent, he will hide me. He will lift me up on a rock. And now my head will be lifted up above my enemies around me. And I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing. Yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Now, in the presence of the Lord, we see here David expecting to be victorious against his enemies. He's also expecting that at the end he would be singing. He would be singing praises unto the Lord. He would offer sacrifices with shouts of joy. And there is praising and there is celebrating because there is victory. There is sure victory in the presence of the Lord. As an application, let us also desire to be always in God's presence. Let us have this one desire in the midst of this pandemic, this world crisis, let us desire to be in the presence of the Lord. Yes, even if you are in the front line, even if you are at the checkpoints, even if you are, I hope you are not outside the house, if you don't, you don't have any business going out of your house, but inside our house, in the safety of our homes, we have this one desire to be still in the presence of God. Let us desire to be always in God's presence. Let us also devote more time and praising and worshiping God. Because of this home quarantine, I'm sure you and I, all of us, if you're not working, uh, if you're not 
we don't need to go out and work. We have more time, right? You have more time with your family. You have more time at home. I'm sure you also have more time to devote to the Lord, to spend with Jesus, to be in His presence. So during these times of enhanced community quarantine, now extended, enhanced community quarantine, let us grow and let us deepen in our spiritual disciplines of seeking and knowing God, seeking His face and knowing our God. How? One is through Bible reading. Since Monday, we have given a challenge to our community to read the Bible, particularly to finish the New Testament. So from April 6, we have scheduled according to the writer, the author of the New Testament to, to read and to finish so that from April 6 to April 10, we should have read the New Testament. Now may I extend the challenge that after uh, reading the New Testament, we will continue to read this time the Old Testament. And so we will be able to finish the whole Bible during this lockdown, during this home quarantine. And I'm sure that if we devote time reading the Bible, spending more time knowing God, desiring to know God, you and I, we will be able to finish the Bible. Now, we can also deepen and grow in the spiritual discipline of reflection, meditation, and listening to God in silence. Yes, God speaks through His Word. God speaks also through situations like in our situation today. I'm sure God has a purpose why He allowed this, why He allowed this crisis to happen. God is a God of purpose. He's a God of destiny. And He has even specific reasons why He allowed this. God is higher than our thoughts and our ways. And so it's a good time to reflect and meditate on God's purpose. Let us listen to the Holy Spirit as we silence ourselves, as we detach ourselves, even for some time. Let's detach ourselves from the craziness that is happening around us. And let's spend time in listening to God in silence, in reflection, in meditation. Third and final point, David prayed to God to teach him his ways. He prayed for deliverance from his enemies. Let's look at verses 11 to 12 again. Verse 11, Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a level path. 
because of my foes. David asks the Lord to teach him his ways and lead him in a level path because of his foes. Verse 12, he further writes, Do not deliver me over the desire of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and such as breathe out violence. Now we can also see the transition here. Uh, we have read the first part. In the first part, it seemed that David was confident in the Lord. His confidence rests in who God is. And because God is his light, his salvation, and his defense, he is confident despite of these enemies around him wanting to devour him and take his life. Now, in this particular portion of this song, it's as if David comes before the Lord recognizing, realizing that apart from him, he cannot be victorious against his enemies. And so he prays and asks from the Lord to teach him his ways, for his ways may be inadequate, his thoughts may be limited, but he knew that God is sovereign, God is perfect, and so he seeks for guidance, instruction from the Lord. Now, he also declared in verse 13 that he could have despaired unless he believed that he would see the Lord's goodness. Verse 13 says, I would have despaired unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. He could have despaired. He could have lost his hope. Especially when he did not experience, when he did not see the goodness of the Lord, how the Lord helped him, how the Lord sustained him, and how the Lord made him victorious in many battles. And we can see here that David reflected, that David remembered those times. And he focused his attention in the goodness of God. Lastly, in verse 14, he encouraged himself and perhaps others to wait on the Lord. Verse 14, wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for the Lord. During these times of home quarantine, let us wait in quiet patience. Let us wait in quiet patience until the time that the Lord will fully deliver us from this danger of COVID-19. Instead of grumbling, complaining, or perhaps even rebelling against our government, and our government officials, let us trust in God's perfect will and God's perfect time. Now, I, I believe that it's okay to complain, but I would strongly suggest 
that instead of complaining against our government officials through Facebook or through Twitter or through social media, let's complain before the Lord. The Bible says, let us pour out our hearts before the Lord. So I believe if we have this anger or bitterness, resentment, perhaps frustration from our government, from our national and local officials, so instead of ranting out our complaints in the social media, let us come before the Lord. Let us complain before the Lord. Let us express and pour out our anger, our frustrations, our resentments before the Lord. For the Lord is in control of everything. His ways is different from ours. His ways is much higher than ours. And so let us trust in God's perfect will, in God's perfect time. Let us wait in prayer. Let us pray for our national and local government officials. They are not perfect. That's why we, we, we should pray for them. Let us consistently pray for our president, our vice president, Let's pray for the cabinet leaders. Let's pray for the, the, the assigned people in IATF, the task force that implements these quarantine procedures. Let's pray for our local government uh, officials. Let's pray for the DOH. Let's pray for our mayors, our vice mayors, our councillors. Let's pray for our governors that the Lord will give wisdom to them, including the barangay captains, and the, the, the social and the healthcare workers. Let us pray for our officials. Let us also pray for all the frontliners, the doctors, the nurses. Now at this time, it is with a sad thought that there are 21 doctors who have died from this uh, COVID-19. And there are, I believe, more that are sick, more are in the hospital bed, and some may even be intubated. Not only doctors, but also nurses, policemen, and people who are, who are ordinary. Some of them are elderly, and, and most of them, they have secondary medical problems. And they are more prone to die from this virus. So let us pray for them. Let us pray for protection to our policemen, to our volunteers, those who are working in the hospital and even outside the hospital. Let's cover them with our prayers. Let us not despair. Instead, let us see the goodness of God. This is also aligned to reflection and meditation, remembering the goodness of God, seeking, seeing, focusing on God's goodness. There are many positive things that this uh, quarantine has done 
for us, to our environment, and uh, to people in general. Like for me, uh, this this procedure, this process of of uh, speaking before you through uh, social media. Uh, this is new for me, and uh, I believe that uh, this is one of God's purpose. Let us read and pray through the book of Psalms. This is a good book to read and to pray. Uh, we can pray through Psalm 27. We can even pray through Psalm 26 and Psalm 28. Uh, and Every day, every night, we can read one chapter from this book, this collection of phrases, this collection of songs. And finally, let us encourage one another. Let us encourage one another and find ways to help others according to our capacity. In behalf of the other frontliners, I would like to thank you for sending your greetings, for sending your encouragement through personal messages, through the Facebook, uh, through cards, and through texts. Thank you for encouraging us. Thank you for encouraging the frontliners. I believe there are more that we can do for one another. Let us find ways to help others. Let us find ways to pray for, for each other and help one another according to our capacity. In closing, if you are afraid or if you feel fearful, if you feel anxious, if you feel bad or, or anything, you're, you're, you're troubled, remember this Psalm, Psalms 27. Let us put our confidence in who God is. God is our light. God is our salvation. And God is our defense. Let us seek Him. Let us desire to be in His presence. That is the best place. That is the most protected place in this world, in the presence of God. And finally, if we are fearful and if we are troubled, Especially, we cannot sleep at night. Let us pray. Let us come before the Lord and ask for His help. Shall we close in prayer? Let's bow our heads and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank You for who You are. We acknowledge that You are sovereign, that You are greater than this crisis. We acknowledge, Lord, that you are powerful. You are our healer. You are our light, our salvation, and our defense. We fully trust you and put our confidence in you. Thank you because you have taught us through Psalm 27, that the antidote to fear is an authentic faith in you. 
Lord, we desire to be in your presence. If there is one thing that we want, if there is one thing that we ask from you, that is to be always in your presence. For in your presence, we are safe. In your presence, we are protected. In your presence, we are victorious. In your presence, we have salvation and we have eternal life. Yet, there could be times, Lord, that as we look horizontally and watch the news and listen to the news that a lot of people are still being infected of this virus, not only in our country, but also in the different countries. In fact, many are dying and many have died. And we acknowledge, Lord, that this virus, this deadly virus, can even take our lives, can take the lives of our loved ones. Yet during these times of uncertainty, allow us to wait, allow us not to despair, but to look on your goodness, to see your goodness, and to come before you in humility and in faith, asking for your help asking for your wisdom, asking for your ways. So Lord, teach us your ways. Teach us to wait. Give us strong and courageous hearts. Lead us as we wait for your perfect time, you will sustain us and you will make us victorious. We pray for our leaders, both national local, our uh, government officials, those who are in the private sector as well. Thank you for those who have helped, those who are helping, those who have donated, those who are in the front lines, and those who are in their homes submitting and obeying the directives of the government to stay safe at home, to look after each other and to uh, boost our immune system and to, to keep ourselves clean and safe in our in respective homes. Lord, we submit to your will. Yet we pray that your will be done and may your kingdom come. Lord, we pray that during this time, your word, the gospel of salvation through Jesus Christ would be shared, would be preached throughout the world. And during this season of pandemic, this season of crisis, more will come to your saving knowledge. More will believe in Jesus Christ. More will receive eternal life through Christ. So Lord, we thank you for today. Bless each and every one of us. In Jesus' name, Amen. May God keep us safe, keep us healthy. May God give us peace that surpasses all understanding. I pray that the Lord will bless all of us with His divine protection and with His provision.
through Christ. God bless us all. Good day.